0: created an interface add-on that will alert me in-game regarding sales of day-old fruit at all 99-cent stores within a 15-mile radius.
1: It's worth flirting,
2: Pearl.
3: I change my colors all the time. I need rainbows at my fingertips.
2: This morning, we were up 200 bucks in snap charges. Your fetus owes me.
4: I almost quit the game yesterday, but I didn't because I love you, assholes.
2: Yo,
5: must be me! Hey, guildies, it's time for another Knights of the Guild podcast companion cast for season five, episode ten. Wow, we're almost to the end. We're coming down the home stretch. Can you believe it? What'd you think of this episode? Another fantastic one. So much good stuff. So many great interviews. So let's get started. Here is companion cast number ten. Hey guys, I'm here with Sandeep and we're here discussing episode number 10. So um, the majority of this takes place in the room, in yeah. the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And uh, Codex and Tink are giving you guys the lowdown on the changes to the game. Right.
6: Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is one of our group scenes. Um, I know a lot of people like to say that they like group scenes, but that's not true. <laughs> that's that's those are lies um the group scenes are they they're really some of the toughest I think because um as a performer well first of all we're in this tiny tiny room right yeah. that the that oh, man that hotel I think yeah. we wanted to it's a it's a fairly good size for two people but when you have hey look you... as a hotel it's a wonderful place to stay <laughs> yeah. I won't, you know go ahead please go to k Town it's Jeannie's family I think yeah, owns it it's a nice hotel very nice hotel as a Hollywood set <laughs> yeah. like maybe
5: that's so good
6: maybe not the greatest <laughs> I mean it's just you know we're actually shooting in a hotel room and you just gotta remember that there's like lights and camera and all and these people like, and all and, these people in there yeah. uh, like everybody was stuffed into the bathroom yep. who was like on monitor watching you know Kim, Kim and Felicia and everybody and so just to get all that coverage and get around the room was really difficult and to make our day yeah um and, so, and that room got so friggin' hot yep. uh, so that was a really I just remember that scene being pretty torturous like to shoot um, cause you get and you're getting everybody's coverage in pieces so like when you're when it's your time, when you're getting your close-up, you know, um, not everybody is necessarily around to yeah. match the eye eyeline. So you're looking at the wall when you're looking at Vork, and then you're looking at, you know, Chris Darnell's nipple when you're supposed to be looking at Tink. Like, it's just like, yeah. uh, you know, you're looking at all these things, and you're supposed to react off of that. So, yeah. like, it's just like, as an actor, I kind of hate it. Like, yeah. I really don't like the, the that. I really well, much you're
5: rather have it. So you'd like to have someone there with you yeah yeah so you yeah. Can actually so, work with them that's
6: that's true, yeah, so than
5: a pull or a light
6: or... right, so you know it's a, that's, that's always makes those scenes like really challenging, but you know when I watched the cut of that scene, holy ca- crap it really it really yeah. came together Turned nicely. <laughs> it does yeah. not seem like we are hot and like bothered in there, yeah. but it does seem like you know like a, I, I'm, was I'm really impressed by that scene I, I'm a bit, I've been impressed by this season overall, but um it's I think hands down been the best I mean my favorite season Oh, uh, far. so so it's really yeah. cool. I think this episode what's cool about it is that you're really seeing the the group kind of like all the the storylines sort of start threading together together. and you know now you're like okay these guys are finally together at the end and you're going to sort of building up to a big climax yeah the the team's back together uh, Mission Impossible style now it's time to you know save the game and I think that, that that plays really nicely um at least in this assembly edit that I watched, so I only imagine it will <laughs> get better. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. Uh, you know, one, one of the th- things for me that was cool is I was playing with a prop that Greg Aronowitz and and company makes. Yes. You know, so like we had that sort of uh, the, the piece of steampunk, the gears that that uh, wind up and and actually were motorized. Of course, like when you get something from Greg and it looks like. You're like, oh, how do I fake this thing? Yeah, you know, like, how, how do I make it seem like it's gonna work? And then we'll add the sound of it. No, 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 it works. <laughs> it works. Yeah, because Greg stuck a motor in, and like, he's just really good, you know. And and his crew, you know, uh, re- really great about uh, making just really kick-ass props. And so um, that was really fun to be like literally hammering and nailing and stuff like that, like on, while we're shooting, and then yeah. like be able to pick up this thing and have it work and kind of play off of that. And so I always like, uh, like, it, it, it's just a. A moment, I guess. A shout out to the to the art team. Like you don't even realize that how much they how much they do. I think it would take me the entire time that they had to build the entire guild set. It would take me to build that little one piece that that is featured for like three seconds. You know, Um, and they have to do that and dress the set and you know uh, the costumes and all these things. um, And and they it's just it's amazing work that they do. So
5: yeah,
6: um, you know. I think feel like they get underappreciated because, especially this season, you know, there was so much yeah. to build. Yeah. Um, and as you see, as we tease at the end, you know, all of us in our costumes and. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about your costume. Let's talk about the costume. Um, <laughs> God, you know, Felicia, she has a real—I don't know what I did in the past life with her for her to like have hey. to. Uh, I mean, even i look mean, forget the costume for a second. Like, how much does Zabu burp and fart this season? <laughs> like, really? I, I remember reading through the script like the first time and be like Felicia, there's so much bodily function in this season. Like, you really want Zabu to be this gross? He's farting espresso, and she's like, "But espresso doesn't necessarily smell bad." And that, that was her like retort to that. She's like, "But because you ingested all these, you know, these these uh, what, do, what do you call the it? caffeinated, yeah. yeah, supplements yeah. or whatever." And so <laughs> I'm like, "All right, fine." You got a pick and cheese though. I burp chicken burrito and fart espresso. <laughs> like I'm like a freaking uh, like, a, like a car rest stop of smells. Uh, it's yeah. It was. Um, <laughs> so I remember seeing so, you at the at the the the, the, the
5: what was it called wardrobe where they just kind of shut, they put it on you. Yeah. So it worked. Just not rehearsal.
6: What was you trying to say? Oh, just uh, the fitting. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, in costume fitting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So when we when we did the table read, of course Felicia, you know, we always we always combine the table read with with costume fitting. It's more cost effective, and everybody's <laughs> yeah. together, and so we're fitting. So then you know we're, we're normally you fit you, you wear costumes, and then like you know, the, uh, Kristen uh, the customer will be like, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna yeah. do, like just and then you get come back out in your normal clothes. No, no, no. Of course not. So I get you know the the friggin. A butterfly outfit and Felicia's like you have to come out you have to come out and I was like I like really like yeah. you're already going to humiliate me in front of millions of people yeah. on screen let's go ahead and do it like, with my can, can we do here? it with my friends yeah. and some of the people that I've never met before yeah, you know right. like Doug Jones that's is there right. like these people like you know that I barely know <laughs> um who I like respect as actors and stuff I'm like oh okay alright So, the, but then the ham in me comes out and I'm like fine I'll just come yeah. out and flaunt it you know if you got it flaunt you it do. and I have a hairy chest so I flaunted it um, <laughs> Yeah, so like first time wearing that, I was like, okay, great. I can't, well, whatever. I mean, you know, at that point, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much You're worse than being sport. oiled up and uh, yeah, and luster. I mean, it's you know, you've
5: done quite a few yeah crazy things.
6: Yeah, I just don't want to be in a speedo, which I feel like we're headed towards. <laughs> <laughs> like Zabu wears a that, sock man. this season. <laughs> where does he wear said sock? <laughs> oh boy! I better be a big sock. Uh, but it was. It, it was. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Whatever, man. Once yeah. once I once I get into it, it's kind of like I don't care. Yeah.
5: Well, would you have chosen? <laughs> any of the other costumes?
6: Um. Because Vork is his Chewbacca Vork outfit. Vork is his Chewbacca outfit, which we have, currently have on Freeze Frame right now, and I'm looking at. Yeah, have it's you pretty had funny. had Blades in his uh, Munchkin. Mon- well, yeah, cards. that looks like have had a lot of pins and needles. So I do not <laughs> want that. And no, I don't want Tink's whatever. She was uh, Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette or... Or Clara's uh, Steampunk. Well, Steampunk is always cool. I mean, these are very f- effeminate well, yeah. outfits well, anyway. What, yours no, is I, Yeah, I think mine probably takes the cake. I mean I guess if I had to chewy, got go, gotta cool go with part. gotta got go with cool Chewy. Do you have wings?
5: You do have wings, that's pretty cool. I would have manned
6: it up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, couldn't I have been like Archangel or something? I mean he's got wings. Uh so anyway yeah. It's it's fine. Like once I once I get into it and uh, you know, uh, yeah. whatever, man. I, I you know, my favorite one of my favorite karaoke songs to sing is a whole new world and I like playing the jasmine part. You know, we all have A little bit of yin and yang. We all have a little bit of woman in us. And sometimes you got to just bring it out full force. Good
5: for you. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with me.
6: Yeah.
5: Hey, Gillies. I'm here with Amy. We're discussing episode 10. So this is... um, Let's talk about the reveal of the...
1: Oh wow! Yeah,
5: um, it was a reveal to us too. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what was so great. Dang, yeah. They kept it all tinted up. Until yeah, they... and
1: then we got on set. We're like, what the heck <laughs> yeah. is that? Um, Greg, yeah. oh Greg,
5: yeah, Out to he himself. is just
1: amazing. Yeah.
5: Very, very cool.
1: Yeah, I think our show would look a lot more like a web series if it wasn't for Greg. Oh, yeah. You know?
5: <laughs> yep, I said that I go the guild was lucky the day they found him. Oh
1: my goodness. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know how they found him or where Through he Kim. came from. Oh. okay oh, yeah. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Kim. Oh Greg. Um
5: So what costume were you wearing in episode? I think you were wearing the Victorian.
1: Uh episode, is that episode the costume team? party? The costume yeah. Yes. I was in a Marie Antoinette. Yes outfit and that was the second day where everybody found out i had an abnormally big head <laughs> um the first time was when i was in my uh what do you call those plush
5: plushies? the yeah. plushie
1: outfit and my head didn't fit in the headpiece and kim had to be me and yeah and then this time for marie Antoinette, i was supposed to wear this cute little white wig and it was obviously victorian and yeah. really cute and I don't know how I would have looked in, with white hair, but um, it didn't fit on my head. Yeah, It was, uh, well, I think Kim, the makeup Kim, yeah, told me that it was like a kid's one. I don't know. I okay. think it was like a kid's one and she thought it would fit and it didn't. And she, she even cut it in the back a little so yeah. that it gets bigger and it still didn't fit. And You have a lot of hair too. Have, and I'm sure
5: you're not going to cut it. I have an abnormally
1: it. thick <laughs> yeah. long hair and I have a lot of it. Yeah, I, yeah that adds at least a couple inches it does, around my dome. Yeah. But yeah, I have a really big head and I don't know what to say about it, but <laughs> Um, yeah, but they did
5: your hair up beautifully
1: Yeah, they did That was
5: really nice I love that whole. Yeah I didn't even know There was supposed to be a wig with it mm-hmm. I just saw your do And
1: supposedly they were Very excited about the wig And I let a lot of people down oh, With wow. my big head But they <laughs> Yeah The hair and makeup people Were amazing yeah. And they just kind of Threw that up in like five minutes Because yeah. we were running out of time And it was really pretty So Yeah You know, whatever <laughs> <laughs>
5: Not a bad way to end uh, Yeah Your costumes
1: Yeah <laughs>
5: I'm here with Vince. We're going to be discussing episode 10. This is the scene where Codex is uh, really upset, and she goes into and tells you guys why she's so
2: upset. Right. Just just for some background on that scene, by the way, um, the way I remember it is really, it was the like the last day of shooting, and one of the last scenes mm-hmm. of that location in that hotel in Koreatown, and I'm sorry, that was miserable. Yeah. It was it seemed like a, they weren't. yeah. It was a tiny room. It was hot and stuffy. Yeah. Like oh my god. So we were all totally burnt out. Yeah. And Felicia especially was kind of frazzled, and she had this a lot of dialogue yeah. and
5: and she was leaving to go to Eureka.
2: Yeah, to she had a, that night. Yeah, she had to hop on a plane yeah. that evening, yeah. and be on set by like 9 a.m. Yeah. the following day in Canada. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like oh we were all burnt out, but it was a fun scene. Um, we got to play off each other a lot. There's a, a big epic moment yeah. in the episode. Yeah. and um just one of those one of those scenes where we get to interact a lot with each other and play off. so yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun.
5: awesome. This is the reveal of so, um, what do you think of that? Not uh, just the scene, but just
2: of what Greg did. With- again, it's just dread being a masterful <laughs> son of a bee. I mean, the guy' is like, Uh, It's ridiculous. It's like, oh, he paints these incredible paintings that Highland sets to see in Mm -hmm. one night. Mm -hmm. Or he puts it this in like five minutes. (laughs) Or he used to be a breakdancer, which he did. did. And I'm like, what haven't you done? What can't you do, Greg? Yeah,
5: it makes you feel like you haven't done anything with your life.
2: I feel so inadequate around him. And he's like such this this quiet, modest guy. I'm like, man, you're like this superhero. (laughs) Jesus. But it was great. We had a lot of fun. The yeah, so let's was talk amazing. about that
5: scene because you were – you guys are all in your costumes. And what costume yeah. are you wearing?
2: I am – okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm in uh, the Munchkin suit. I'm basically dressed up as the Munchkin mascot with the horns and the tunic. We were originally going to call it product placement, but um, I think someone didn't like that. <laughs> so we, we just we, – we took the safer approach. Yeah. Um, I'm just – I'm the Munchkin guy now. Yeah. So that, that was fun. Which it was
5: funny because Blades – has been in like pirate outfit and the eye line makeup, and this time you have no makeup, no. Yeah. You have like the simplest
2: costume. Yeah, it was weird. Like in this this one scene, these group of scenes where everyone is in these extravagant, ridiculous costumes, and I have the lowest key suit there. It's like, wow, this feels weird. It does because you've
5: been in costume the entire season. Yeah. In your pirate.
2: And uh, I mean, basically the costume is a, sh- a red shirt, a red T-shirt, and you know my Viking hat and a little card to it, and I'm like, wow, this. Yeah. is in a, a butterfly the
5: deal somehow.
2: Somehow I, I, you know I, I told I told Sandeep and I'm like, dude, next season I want to wear that outfit. I want to be a butterfly.
6: Nice.
5: Nice. Hey, I'm here with Robin and we're going to be discussing episode 10. <laughs> so, this is uh, where Codex reveals the situation to the group of people mm-hmm. to you guys, let right. you know that the game is going to be sold. Right. Um I don't know if there's a huge you have a huge amount other than just being there.
3: Right. I'm hearing just hearing the news. Yeah. I'm just uh pretty much Yeah. there um kind of watching uh Zabu Sandeep um yeah. make, you know, trinkets for the steampunk.
5: Gotcha. Gotcha. So. And then uh, Clara reveals Zabu's work to the guild.
3: Yeah, that's um that's the
5: uh yes. which was
3: amazing. Yeah. Um that was fun, because, I mean, that was the first time, the first day that we got to see the in all its glory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Well, yeah, you saw so, the bottom half of it, mm-hmm. cause of, but, um... So,
3: that was, that was a lot of...
5: Yeah, what'd you think of that?
3: I thought it was rad. I thought it was really cool, and really, really creative. Close up, Yeah. it was really,
5: yeah. really neat. Well, what's funny is, it supposedly made by Clara and Zebu. Right, right. I mean, you right. guys are the ones that made it.
3: Yeah, and you could so. tell that it, I mean, it was kind of, like, shoddily put together, yeah. but... Um it was really it was really cool.
5: That's awesome. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here with Greg Aronowitz. We're here discussing episode number 10, The End is Near. It is, only three more episodes. Let's start off. This is one of my favorite scenes is Vork ripping off stuff off of the nightstands <laughs> in the hotel. Yeah. Now that was not written in the script. Um let's
7: see. No, it wasn't. It, I think that was, that, you know, it was definitely a Sean Becker thing. Yeah. not sure if it was hinted at. There might have been something about Vork, like, just... Taking stuff. Taking stuff, yeah, but, but not but, but the exact action was something that Sean came up with, and um, Red Five and I went out and found a nightstand that, it was amazing how close it resembled the ones that were actually there. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to have to, like, paint something, and... But we just found this nightstand at like a, um, you know, kind of junky furniture store and it matched really well. And I put a a balsa wood top on it and then we glued the individual items. And Sean definitely wanted to see like, you know, in hotels and cheap hotels, they put the, you know, the alarm clock is bolted down. Yeah. And then the telephone is bolted down. But then we just decided to bolt everything down, the lamp. And I had found in another kind of junky thrift store – that eagle yes, that just looked I don't know it just looked like you know if someone was trying to decorate some place with really bad taste They would stick that eagle in there mm-hmm. and that eagle just kept popping up like in previous episodes and it, it's just always around you know but uh definitely one of the fun- funniest moments on set like we were all in the bathroom as that was being filmed yeah. trying to hold in the laughter
5: to not <laughs> ruin the take <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. Now, the room looked like a tornado hit, mm-hmm. and that's all art design. I mean, you guys, everything's where you put it.
7: Yeah, well, I'm sure, that, you know, you put that many people in a room when you have, like, 20 crew members and six cast members, <laughs> there was probably a little residual, uh, you know, just yeah. mess. But but no, it was all all designed, including the peanut butter on the door.
5: I don't remember seeing that i'm like yeah if watch. You,
7: if you look when um Codex and Tink are kind of pleading to the rest of the the gang um there's a uh you know peanut butter smack right on the door it's like a piece of bread and then just a and f verse Felicia was like that can't be there it's people are gonna think it's poop <laughs> and I was like, wow if they you know if any fans actually think that the guild gets crazy enough to be Throwing poop up on the door, you know. (laughs) So it stayed. But I just remember stressing out about it because it was so hot, you know. At first Felicia didn't want to have it and then we talked her into it. And then I was sitting in the bathroom and uh, like right behind that door because that's where Video Village was. Yeah. It was super hot and I just remember during all the takes – Having this anxiety attack that the peanut butter was gonna melt and the bread was gonna fall and the take would be ruined yeah. and it'd
5: be like my fault for wanting to have <laughs> peanut butter on the door, but it hung in there. Nice, nice. Now, did you make the little zabu mechanical thing that he's playing with? Yes. So, yeah, and those? Uh,
7: Maz and I did that. I um, I drew that up, and you know, I wanted it to look like he was starting to create functioning pieces yeah. out of out of junk and then uh, yeah Maz cut that all out of uh, just a, like a pine shelf we had laying around and put a servo in there to make it work so that's pretty cool <laughs> but all those tools that he's using all the you know the files and the saws and that toolbox like those are my personal tools right off my desk
5: nice nice <laughs> and uh, let's see anything else in that room because the, mag- the bulk of the episodes based in that room yeah uh while talking <laughs> yeah
7: and uh, i mean lots of um food everywhere still yeah. at this point you know we tried to break it down to things that wouldn't start smelling <laughs> um you know there's a lot of hostess product yeah. that that just kind of kept its shape and we just kept moving it around and then um what else yeah and then there's like the tearing of the costumes and the ripping up of the uh the headshots like you know we just used all things that you would recognize there's a lot of my comic books in there actually
5: nice uh-huh. little but, hidden gems yeah <laughs> well the next big thing obviously is the masquerade ball mm-hmm. that's that's a, that was a huge set lots of extras and the infamous jones soda posters <laughs> are all through that place yeah
7: yeah, that we shot that in. It was actually like a church auditorium. Yep. Yeah, because we had and, to shoot like
5: from three p.m. until three in the morning. Yeah, we had to wait for the morning. Service yeah, and they, has, there was
7: like drum practice in there. Yeah. And like, yeah, we shot it on the weekend, so there was the church services. so We yeah. had to be after the church services, and um, but it was cool. It had. You know, a big open space and, a, you know, a little stage. Yeah, and so
5: all that was it, pre-built, so you do not have to worry about building all that stuff.
7: Yeah, we, we just kind of decorated it, and, um, you know, I think the original idea was more of a traditional kind of like high school auditorium mm. type thing with the big velvet curtains and the, like, four-foot stage mm-hmm. that everyone looks up onto, but but it worked out. Um, we You know, the podium that they're standing at is actually one of the podiums from the game booth
5: that's cool
7: um, and then we did more curtains and the you know pipe and drape yeah. that matched the rest of the convention to tie it in so yeah. you know and some of those areas that everyone's like behind talking and those aren't even really rooms those are just parts of the auditorium <laughs> with curtains in front of it um, yeah. so when they go through it we're in a completely different space um, but I think it kind of makes the visual connection that, to the rest of the... Yeah, that's all part playing. of one place. And then, yeah, the Jones Soda banners... Um, Sean's is so prominent. <laughs> Real, there's a shot, and you, you just see him hulking out. But do people know that's Sean? No, they don't.
5: But they will when they listen to this.
7: <laughs> yeah, that was that was the surprise. That was the only one I didn't know. That was the trivia question. That's Who right. is that, that person? But that was something... We knew we were going to need something to dress that ultimately anyway. But when we were shooting the Joan Soda Party, um, those banners were really big. Because originally the Joan Soda Party was supposed to be somewhere else. (laughs) So I had to fill this big space. So I made these giant banners. And we ended up hanging them in in that little part of the hotel. And there just wasn't an effective way to shoot where you would see all of them and not make it about – you know it's not a show about posters it's you know so i think it's funny that like when when codex is drunk and standing against the wall like it says fizz next to her and so they definitely played in but you never got to see all of them and and sean always being the thoughtful director who uh you know pays attention to the art department was just like i feel bad that you know those are so cool and we didn't really get to see them so why don't we put them in the uh like let's just make jones a main sponsor yeah. at the whole con yeah. and put them in the auditorium for the the uh, costume contest and uh and that way they're guaranteed to be seen and yeah. he was right because they're 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 know.
5: all throughout yeah yeah especially like i said especially with Sean because i think a scene happens and his is right above yeah and you just you see it 100 percent. so yeah that was really cool um Let's talk about the big, big thing, which is only – yeah, lots of big things. Um, it only hap- it's only – it's only – it's a really quick shot at the end of this where they pull the drape off. You've got to be bleeping me. That's it, yeah.
7: <laughs> we don't get to see – it's just just kind of hinted at Yeah, it's at like that. the
5: bottom half of it. Yeah. It barely – it's just yeah. a really quick shot. Yeah. Um, well, I saw you guys working on it in the parking garage or parking lot that morning putting it together yep
7: that's my style <laughs> you know what i mean go big or go home or you know go to the last minute for sure you know um yeah it, it's we'll we'll see more of it next week but yeah. it is by far the the biggest actual guild prop practical prop ever yeah. made yeah. you know it's like we've had bigger environments the guild hall but the guild hall could fit inside the the basket of Yeah, it was huge. So huge, in fact, that there were issues, you know, getting it into that space, which made for a, uh, you know, parody of shenanigans. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll save some to talk for next week because it's like you don't really get to see it. But it's, it was fun.
5: (laughs) It was big. It was big, yes, yes. All right, very cool. I think that's it for this episode. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with me. I don't know. I'm here with Jeff Lewis, and we're going to be discussing episode 10. This is uh, pretty much when all you guys are in the room. Yeah. And uh, Codex calls a summit.
0: Yeah, that was – she called a summit to – everybody needs to get together because we're sort of falling apart. And it was it was kind of tough because we were in a warm room, hot room, not warm. It was hot, and we were sort of had all six of us were there. So we had to do uh, we had to do the uh, have the camera on each one of us, and uh, you know do takes of different people. And uh, one of the things I did that was that was fun is I got to uh, you know tear stuff. I leave in a huff, but I take everything with me. I had to tear a phone and a uh, radio, clock radio, and an eagle off the table, which are or, as you know, in hotels, they're all uh, nailed down. Yeah. yeah, and they had put some balsa wood under it and glued it down. So nice. I got to tear them you're off the walls, off. and uh, that was really fun. And then I would tear it out, and then I would say my line. And so that was, was kind of cool. And I think it came out, I think Sean said it came out really funny. Cool. So yeah, it was fun. This is,
5: uh, first of all, you're in your, I'm in my, your, uh, your found object
0: uh, costume. Uh, for uh, Chewbacca, yeah. <laughs> which is basically just uh, some uh, some black uh, what do you call line um, like mascara, mascara all over my nose and uh, <laughs> instead of a bullet instead of a uh, what do you call this I don't even know like a, there's a word for it there but a word for bandolero it. Yeah. it's a it's a it's a rolls of soap with, yeah, it's and it's all with soap over it. yeah yeah and it's all found stuff that Tink put together um, uh, from what we had an hotel room. And yeah. It's really clever and funny. Yeah, and, and a towel head. Yeah, yeah. Mop, <laughs> I, mean, I mean a mop head. A mop yeah, head. yeah. It's kind of painted brown. Yeah, yeah. with the stick. Yeah, um, and that was pretty funny. Yeah,
5: and you're also wearing like nice furry
0: boots. Yeah, actually oh. the the boots are really nice. <laughs> um, once again, from I'm sure something yeah. some cutout. Are you going to keep them after the show? I would love to keep the, the shoes. I guess I don't even know what what's under them. <laughs> but they're really awesome boots, nice. very comfortable. I don't, I can't imagine yeah. where I'd wear them, but <laughs> we'll figure we it out. Know. You we never know. know. So let's go ahead and discuss the first viewing of the. Yeah, e uh, Clara and Zabu uh, pull it down, pull the sheet off, and mm-hmm. it's revealed to be this incredible object. And uh, I just, the only line I have the whole scene is, um, um, you must be. You must be kidding me. Yeah. Or you must be. Well, bleeping the, yeah. So the original was, was you must be
5: blanking me. You must
0: yeah, be blanking me. Yeah. You. You must be bling, bleeping me. Yeah. And I'll he think. and then we did it all. We did. You must be bleeping me. Yeah. Um, Which was uh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I
5: don't think they were they expecting that because it seemed like everyone laughed. I, I kind of ruined the
0: tape. Yeah, I think Sean maybe. maybe, maybe. So, yeah. You yelled it
5: out.
0: Yeah, Sean. And then Sean said, "Don't yell. <laughs> Just say it." I was like, "You must be bleeping me." Yeah. Sometimes I yell. I don't know why.
5: Yeah. But you're
0: excited. Yeah, very excited. Thank you very much. Thank you for justifying it. <laughs> great. Yeah,
5: that was a, that was a great, that great fun. moment. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you. Hey, guildies. I'm here with Felicia Day, and we're here discussing episode number ten of season five.
4: Yes, ten. We're on
5: the home stretch here. <laughs>
4: You're right. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny. I just, it feels like forever we started, but, uh, but we're here. We're like almost the I end. Oh,
5: scary, scary stuff. Uh, let's start off with, this is another really interesting webcam because you're interacting with the people around you like you did earlier on in the season.
4: Yes, yes. So, uh, we are, go back to the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And um but we're all the guildies are face to face, which a lot of people you know, there's always one person who doesn't like everything about everything. <laughs> and um I actually got some uh comments that people were wanting to see the guildies back together again and uh there we go. go.
5: Cool. Yeah, I, I like it when all the cast is together because it's kinda cool that you guys can work off each other and you
4: know, Yeah. Work. Yeah, separating them gives you me some more storylines to kind of weave together, but definitely they always have to come together. And if you'll notice, we were together in the first two, and then we came back together in five, and now we're back in ten. Yeah, and yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens in 11 and 12.
5: That's right. No spoilers.
4: <laughs> no spoilers.
5: All right, so the first thing I wanted to make a comment is Vork ripping off stuff
4: off of, like, the nightstand, the phone and the lamp. <laughs> okay, that was hilarious. I mean... Yeah, it's pretty funny actually.
5: Did um, you write that in there that, or is uh, that like I, a a site gag that Sean came up with?
4: I believe that that gag was Sean Becker, uh, and Greg Aronowitz, um but, but in the script it says, during this episode, Rip Bork literally takes everything that isn't nailed down mm. and puts it in a pile and or on a handy cart. I believe I had a handy cart in there actually. Mm-hmm. And he took that to, uh, to an extreme. I was like, why is there a crowbar? And he's like, you'll see. <laughs>
5: uh, there you go. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, another one of my favorite scenes is Clara when she swears.
4: Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's really funny. In this episode, there um, are three Places where we haven't actually had to bleep anything this season, which is surprising. Yeah. Just I didn't deliberately do that. It's just the way it came out. And um, we get to bleep me. We get to bleep Clara. And then at the very end of the episode, we, I you know I had this joke uh, that kind of referenced that. But yeah, I, that's she's really funny. Um, and and just her kind of. Her her kind of schizophrenic support of, of <laughs> <laughs> Codex is outraged.
5: Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think – has Clara even ever said any bad words in the entire series?
4: I don't think so. I don't think so. Neither has Codex, so that's why it's like yeah, –
5: That's true. Yeah.
4: Both of them. I think it, maybe Clara inspired Codex to do that. <laughs> very, yeah. very funny. So, yeah, it turned out really good. I love, you know, it's a real rat-a-tat-tat sort of uh, fast, short episode compared to this uh season. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean actually t- said, hey, I don't know what to do. This episode is only like five minutes long. And I'm like, um, <laughs> that's that should be what every episode should be. Like, we've given people way more than we can afford to give them, which is yeah. great. But uh, we should not feel ashamed about a five-minute episode because, honestly, that should be – the measure yeah. of, of what we usually deliver. So it's, this season people have gotten spoiled. Yeah, oh yeah. But, um, yeah, but, but I think it really turned out to be a good episode. Um, that it doesn't matter, uh, the length of Very it. Very
5: true. Yeah. It's the content of the story and the characters and that's all that matters. Exactly. Very cool. Another a good scene I like is when Codex confesses her love for her guild.
4: <gasps> yes. I really like that too. It really makes me happy to see that, um, You know, that, that, that bond Mm -hmm. and, and realization really that, um, you know, this is, uh, this is, this is something that's important to her. It's actually her real, like, emotional Mm -hmm. arc, uh, in here in a way because, um, she's, she's finally realized, like, she started off really tumultuous and very confused about, you know, life in general. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she's learned a lot about herself and what her priorities are in a way, which I think is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy about uh, about how the show, you know, that that moment. Yeah, was yeah, pulled. Well, I like the
5: fact that everybody's like shocked because they all they all really care about each other. Even Vork is like, you know, he does his Vork way by saying he he still thinks you're under contract with them, but he, you know, <laughs> they're still shocked that you actually considered leaving them. I mean, you guys are a group, you know, you are friends.
4: Yeah. No, no, he's. uh he just won't even have any of it, you know. He's like, "This is unacceptable." I mean, it's it's really funny the matter of fact the way he says, uh, and I believe I have you under contract. Yeah. I love yeah. that moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. You know, everybody truly loves each other. You yeah,
4: know- no, I really, I wanted to be able to do that in a way that's not, uh, yeah, yeah. You want to be all uh, schmaltzy? And stuff.
5: That yes, guy. yes. And you you did because it's so perfect the way it was done. Thank yeah, you. very cool. Um and then that's the end of your guys' uh, room and then you're gonna be doing the masquerade ball.
4: Yes, absolutely. That's, uh and I
5: love that uh Tink gets to put her her talent to use. Her new, her yes. new revealed talent.
4: Yeah, uh her new revealed talent. It's just and you know, this didn't actually come out as obviously as I was thinking that it should, but um uh you know, Tink made those out everybody's outfits, they were either her outfits mm-hmm or things that she found that she put on people. So Zabu's outfit and Codex's outfit are both one of Tink's outfits mm-hmm. that she brought with her. Um, and the only thing I wish I could have done is that I should have put that butterfly suit in the scene where she took it out of the closet. Like, in retrospect, I'm like, oh, we should have had that as an Easter egg. That's the one thing I could say I regret this whole season. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, and, and once again, we had tons and tons of extras. Yes. For the...
4: Lots and lots of those, extras. Those were the time.
5: Didn't we do like, we started at like 3.30 in the afternoon and went to like 3 in the morning? For yes, those, that, those that was, like was the uh,
4: church. I mean that whole ending from the button of season, uh, episode 10 yeah. through the, you know, it was just very hard to do and I, uh, I have to say that thank God for our extras that made it seem like actual, um, you yeah. know, an actual convention was possibly taking place. Yeah. It was, uh, definitely, Definitely saved us and, and I'm really glad to be able to incorporate everybody in a way that uh and that it felt really organic. Yeah,
5: it was really, really cool. And then we have another character that's introduced, the MC. Mm-hmm. And
4: Oh yes. <laughs> it's Annie uh Serge so who is a groundling. Mm-hmm. And she also did a lot of improv with us, you know, meeting Jeff and Sandeep and me and Ted Michaels. Uh and it's kind of a tight knit group this season. We just called our our funniest friends and put them in, uh, put them in, uh, the, uh, put them in the the uh-huh. show. And I'm really, she's so funny and the subtlety that she has. But she makes, you know, she just brings a character, and that's what you're looking for in a, an actor. You're not looking for. You know, we're not looking for like the glamorous looking people. We're looking for somebody who instantly are like, oh, I understand mm-hmm. who that person is and I want to see them do things. And, you know, I think Annie and Ted have done an amazing job this season.
5: Fantastic. And uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about the costumes because we had we have Zabu and we have I'm trying to remember how much is revealed. Is Are everybody's costumes revealed in this episode?
4: Uh, yes, everybody, um, we see a lot of them, you know, closer. I think uh Clara's costume we see a little closer later. Yeah. But, you know, we see Vork in his Chewbacca costume. I love that. Which is the jankiest <laughs> costume ever. That's why I love it. That's why I love it. Um, and, uh yeah, so that's, you know, my costume is Tink's costume that she wears in episode, I believe, nine. Yeah. Um, and then Zabu's costume is... <laughs> Just insanity. <laughs> uh, we were just trying to, you know, uh, com gave us a lot of these costumes, and Sadeep's, you know, I requested that he be a butterfly, because, uh, fun fact, like, when I was first writing the first script, uh, Zabu's name on the page as a temporary name was Puck. So I think that's where wow. I got the idea, uh, that he would be a fairy, which kind of full circle. Yeah, anyway. that's cool. I like that. Yeah. It's very cool. So he looked so funny and thank God for him for being game for yeah. it. And I just, he, he found humor and little, uh, things all the way through this episode and the next that, um, you know, just really, really, uh, he just, uh, devoted himself yeah. to it. He really went yeah. there. And that's, as an actor, that's half the battle really. Yeah. yeah. And then of course the, at the
5: end we have the big reveal of mm-hmm. what, uh, supposedly Zabu and Claire had been working on. Yes. Yeah. Just, a, just yes. a quick shot of it at the end.
4: Yeah, you don't see the whole, and that is an insane contraption. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> it became really crazy. So. Yeah. Well, you wrote it. So yes. It. it was pretty crazy, I got to say. Um, it, I, I, I certainly, I certainly, I certainly didn't expect to be that big. I mean, I really did. <laughs> I was so bemused. <laughs> whatever
5: yeah it was great really really good great. it's a fun episode
4: yeah well thank you i'm glad yeah, that you it like definitely it.
5: transitions to the big finale which is the two-parter at the end here
4: oh boy yeah. That is quite-
5: <laughs> yeah 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 well great i really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me
4: yeah thank you
5: all right well that's gonna do it for this companion cast what'd you think what you think of the episode? Let me know. Send your comments to knightsofthegill@gmail.com. at gmail.com. As you may have heard, there were quite a few beeps in there. The reason I did that is because every person actually said what this huge object is. And at the time, we thought it would be revealed in this episode. But unfortunately, you only see it very quickly and you just see a portion of it. So I didn't want to spoil it for everybody, so I bleeped. Every time someone said what it was. <laughs> so you'll hear more about it in uh, episode 11, but I just wanted to let you guys know why you were hearing so many people being bleeped. They weren't cussing or saying bad words. It was, they were saying what the actual object was. So, um, we only have two more episodes left. So sad. It's almost over. But remember, the regular Knights of the Guild podcast will continue once these companion casts end, and I'm hoping that you join me for my new revamped podcast. So come back next week for episode 11, but until then, always
0: remember... Adios, Guadalajara all.
4: Fork, stop! Listen, I almost quit the game yesterday, but I didn't because I love you assholes. Well, that was weird. Uh,
2: are you serious?
4: Yeah, after the thing with you and the thing with Floyd, I just... I just wanna quit everything.
2: Well, that
0: would suck. No one lets me harass them like you do. And you technically can't quit. I believe I have you under contract.
4: Well, whatever. I'm not gonna, but look at us. This convention has separated us. How are we gonna survive something like the change of our whole universe? (laughs)
8: 11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al.
9: On our new show, The Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week and ultimately win the one million dollar prize
8: we'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season check out the fast forward podcast in itunes and we'll see you
9: at the fast forward
8: hey jenny and kenny this is rick moyer
9: and this is Amy Moyer, and we're the hosts of Take Him With You.
8: The weekly geeky podcast where we discuss life at the geeky Moyer household. That's right, we talk about our faith, and we talk about how it relates to the world around us, and we, and we bring up technology and movies and all sorts of video games and different things, and we have a blast talking every single week, don't we?
9: Yes, we do.
8: And uh, it is unique being married to me, isn't it?
9: Yes, it's quite the experience.
8: I'm more geeky than you. I'm more geeky than you are.
9: I've turned into quite a bit of a geek, though, the last couple of years.
8: That's true. You can quote Star Trek now, and she can give me the entire plot of a TNG Star Trek episode when it starts off within the first 30 seconds.
9: Well, but this is Knights of the Guild. It's not Star Trek. I know that. So... I I don't know if I know enough Knights of the Guild, um, but I've seen quite a few episodes. Yes,
8: I know it better than you do.
9: Yeah, I've seen a lot.
8: But we really like it. My
9: son and you, um, Andrew and you, watch it the most. Nathan did, too. It's true. But I've seen quite a few.
8: Yeah, if you get a chance, come and take a listen to our podcast. We would love to have you. You can find us at...
9: Um, take him with you.com or you can go to iTunes and right. search take him with you
5: Almighty iTunes Click
9: on the little subscribe button yeah yeah, and it's a free
8: podcast
5: We would love to have you visit Knights of the Guild podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial no derivative work 3.0 United States license all rights reserved.